This is exactly right. Why did I turn my neck like that? The creak. Like a weird robot. Like a Barbie doll. Hello, Georgia. Hello, Karen. Welcome to your own mini-sode. Thank you. Are Doesn't you have the inflection done, down right? I'm a robot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're the um, a frozen robot. Wait, is there a robot in Frozen? Yeah. Do you know I've never seen Frozen? I've never seen Frozen. I've never seen Hamilton. What? I don't know. I am not up to date on it. Are you from Canada? (laughs) Um, There's no robots in Frozen. It takes place in in some kind of, I think in Lapland, in historic Lapland, right, Stephen? Why are there robots in Frozen? No, I wasn't saying that. (laughs) Oh. Can we start over? I was, I was turning my head like oh. I'm an animatronic person, and I got my neck stuck. Okay. That's what I meant when I was doing that at you. What does frozen have to do with it? Frozen means I can't move. Oh, you were actually frozen. <laughs> but I thought you, the Don't voice you were doing, uh-huh. was it sounded like you were cold. You said you were doing a, like a oh. robot voice, but you were going like I, like I was really. I get it. I get it. Shit. Why? We have to rehearse. No, that was that was it. <laughs> People, that, was, that it. was six hours of hard rehearsal and we fucking nailed it. Five, six, seven, seven eight. I don't get it. I this. don't understand <laughs> what is happening. Also, I explained to you something that wasn't the explanation. Only in my explanation did I realize that wasn't what happened. And sometimes I don't. I am really gullible and sarcasm. It doesn't land on me correctly. <sighs> I just believe you. I believe in you. We couldn't be two more different people. We couldn't be more worthy of a fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Someone capture this. Oh, thank God. Steven's here. I'm recording. He's doing it all. He's got the headset. He's got the third mic. All of that. Cut all of that out. This is the fresh, uh, totally confusing. Mm -hmm. um, Successful. Successful, yet aimless. Yet somehow successful. That Yet you again successful that you don't pay for every week. That's right. This is this is what free podcasts yeah. sound like. If you, listen, if you want this to be professional, you can you need to send us send nine ninety nine nine ninety five to ni- PO nine, box ninety nine ninety five. Right, and we will do like several takes. Yeah, send us a self addressed stamped envelope. We'll send you something to back. Battle Creek, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is a mini episode, so this is why it's... You, our regular episodes are fucking on it. They're so amazingly precise. Yeah. Not the, one word misspoken. That's right. But these ones, These man. ones, willy, willy-nilly. Willy? Nilly. Mr. Willy-nilly is in the his. <laughs> All right, should I go first? Sure. This is a mini episode where you read back your fucking great hometown murders, etc. And since we are going to Salt Lake City... Yeah. A lot of these are Salt Lake City based. Is yeah. that correct, Stephen? Yes. I only, only skimmed. Stephen likes to give you guys a shout out before we go there. That's right. Stephen likes a theme. Yeah. And Salt Lake City themed. Right? Yeah. Kind of salty? Yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. <laughs> a little umami. A little. You know what I was thinking early because somebody sent us a picture on Twitter of that uh, Carvel cakes are making it to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And they sent us that picture of the heart shaped mm-hmm. ice cream cake that looked like it was melting. Mm hmm. 
I remembered how one girl tweeted at me how mad she was that we were eating cake into the mic. I know. It was the funniest fucking angriest response. And she it was just like how my sister would react yeah. if she heard it. She's and just jealous. That came into my head today of how mad that girl was. <laughs> she was right. I mean, no one on I tried really hard not to just eat it into the microphone, but whatever. I don't even know what I'm doing into this microphone. No. Okay, ready? Yes. Oh God! Don't do that. <laughs> that was just for her, the complainer. <laughs> the subject line of this is B A M F, which stands for badass motherfucker. Fourteen-year-old SSD GM'd. I babysat for a murderer and a jailhouse ghost. So All there's right. three stories in one. Okay. Karen, Georgia, Stephen, etc. My hometown is a smallish southeast Idaho town where you'll probably never do a show. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Everyone's like, come here, come here. And yep. she's just like, you're never going to come. I've here. already given up. I'm just going to send you this email. Sure. But the nearest city is Salt Lake. So go ahead and group this in with that. <laughs> producing this email she for knows. you. Well done. Um, the same weekend Elizabeth Smart was kidnapped, parentheses, the event that turned me into a true crime lover slash murderino. Mm -hmm. Another 14 year old girl was kidnapped <gasps> in my hometown. That poor girl. She's like, fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, she and her sister, this is horrible. Okay. This, she and her sister were sleeping on their trampoline Aww. when the oldest was taken at gunpoint. Oh my God. Um, the one no, time your mom lets you sleep on the trampoline. I know. It's like that, it, it break, that sets the scene for like a perfect summertime night fun. Cause thing. I immediately can hear them begging their mom yep. for hours. Please let us sleep on the trampoline. You know, finally the mom is like, okay. Yes. But only if you, whatever, do your homework. Exactly. Oh no. It's, it's so evil, but okay. this, it ends well. Okay. Great. So, <clears throat> uh, but it's very bad in the middle. Okay. I don't have to say that. <laughs> we all know. That. Okay. So no one knew she, okay. Uh, no one knew she was missing until the next morning when the other sister woke up alone. <gasps> Horrifying. Mm -hmm. uh, the kidnapper had taken her to his apartment, raped her, and left her handcuffed to his bed <sighs> when he left for work. Uh, while he was gone, she used a fire extinguisher to smash mm. the handcuffs, wrapped herself in a sheet, Girl. took a piece of his mail to show where she was and the guy's name, and got the F out of <sighs> there and called her dad's office. Dude. Her kidnapper led police on a high-speed chase, which ended with him shooting himself in the head. Fuck. My mom was a prosecutor on the case and told me the details at the time to drive home the point that the guy would have killed her, but she got herself out of yeah. there. Between the, that kidnapping and Elizabeth Smart's, I was terrified and slept on the floor of my parents' bedroom for the rest of the summer, yep. as you do. <laughs> a couple years before that, I babysat for a family with a giant, super hairy, super old, super blind and deaf dog Aww. that spent the night bumping into me and knocking me over. He was sweet. The couple gave me weird vibes. Um. And the dad was drunk when he drove me home, <gasps> so that's the only night I ever babysat for them. A few months later, the dad murdered his wife by running her <gasps> over a few times with the car. Oh, my God. And finally, my badass prosecutor mom was alone at her yes. office working late one night. The prosecutor's office uh, are in what used to be the county jail, but a new jail was built and someone decided it would be, good, uh, be a good idea to convert the old jail into offices for the people who send them there. <laughs> so she's alone. It's late. And a rubber band flies across the room what? at her. What? And then another one what? did. And then she booked it out of there. <laughs> Her Wait. late nights and hard work over the years paid off. And she's been killing it as a judge for Fuck the last six yes, years. Lady. Love you guys. Love the show. Love the Elvis meows. SSDGM Mackenzie. Rubber bands just out of nowhere. What, ghost Dennis bands. the Menace was hiding in the office. <laughs> a little ghost Dennis the Menace. 
what the fuck how creepy no. that you're there writing on a legal pad no, all it. involved and then a li- fucking, you only have that one lawyer's lamp on yeah. because that's how lawyers do it like at their the desks gr- cheap green tiffany one or very expensive okay <laughs> <laughs> and and then you're writing 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 whatever band lands ding ding it hits you in the cheek <laughs> what I don't like it. That's I want not funny. more. I need more. All right. How Here. quiet? How quiet uh, was that room between the first and second rubber band? How 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 loud was her heartbeat? Yeah. Okay. I hate it. Okay. This is called six weeks of separation. Georgia, Karen, Stephen, and all fur babies far and wide. They're no, now good. they're doing it to make me you mad. Me to throw this away. Uh, <laughs> Love the show so hard I could cry. You make mm. depression fun. Hey! <laughs> wow. You put the fun back in depression. Uh, back in January 2007, when MySpace was a dwindling thing, a man who called himself Joe Smith sent me a message. We chatted for a few weeks and eventually met out for lunch. Safe. That's a safe okay. meeting. Sure. When we met, I gave him shit about his name because in the Mormon church, the first prophet had that same name he showed me his driver's license but covered up his first and last name and said you'll never know my full name because i'm a prominent man in my community uh okay weirdo (laughs) we started a sexual relationship that evening that lasted a couple weeks that's such a great way of saying yeah we met and we fucked yeah we hooked it up right away immediately um, but, but, but lasted a couple weeks. In that time, he told me he had cancer and was in the process of finalizing everything for his family. When he stopped calling, I assumed he died. <laughs> Let me preface this next part with I don't watch the news, so I had no idea anything had happened in the seven years that followed. My assumption that it was that he was dead. Fast forward to April 2014, I'm watching TV on a Sunday night and a commercial for what was going to be the news pops up and lo and behold, there's quote Joe on the television and shackles and prison garb but they're using the name Martin McNeil. I recognize that jacket. Oh, wait. I recognize that jacked up cowlick on the back of his head before I completely recognized his face. Whoa. That evening was filled with the hell of finding out his name was Martin Joseph McNeil and he'd murdered his wife six weeks after the last time I'd seen him. Oh no. Jeebus H. Christ. (laughs) It still gives me the shivers knowing how close the call was. Uh, I can't wait to see you two in Salt Lake City. (laughs) Stay sexy. Don't get murdered and have enough self-respect to not sleep with married people. Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. Jennifer was a time in her life where she didn't care. Jennifer. You know, sometimes, sometimes you make these decisions. So 2007 was rough for all of us. I mean, I can't even remember. It. <laughs> I really, it was a dark time. It was a rough year for me. Uh, but that's the kind of thing I like that. I like that statement only because yeah. I think sometimes as a young woman, when you feel you, when you feel strong and empowered, you're like, well, I get to do what I want. Yeah. And if somebody likes me, that's the other yeah. person's problem. It doesn't affect they, me badly. He's yep. the person. He's the person who should feel bad or she should feel bad. Not me. When in fact, yeah, it's about you not liking yourself. It, and also just it connects you to a person right. I- I- indelibly. It connects you to a negative it's such a negative action that someday you'll understand and feel bad about. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, no judgments. All judgments. But stop it. But all judgments. But seriously, keep your shit together <laughs> because you got you got to keep your side of the street clean. They'll become murderers. You don't want that business following you around. Fuck, that's crazy. Okay. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer. Uh, I really learned something, and I'm going <laughs> to break up with him. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> 
There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea, because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional, and 
be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code space 80 this the subject line is buried in the wall oh good god damn i love this mm-hmm. i really the other day someone uh on twitter i'm sorry i can't remember your name sent me a picture and and you a picture of that sinkhole that opened up in texas and underneath it was that huge cave no did you look at that Mm-mm. amazing and I was like, what a glorious life. time in my life yeah. that people are sending me pictures of things and telling me stories about things that I adore. Totally. So no. sinkholes, yes. Shit in walls, yes. Yes. Gi- giants. You love giants. Oh, God, I love giants. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Ladies, just heard, just heard the podcast about wanting to see what's buried in walls. Boy, do I have a story. Mm. It was about 22 years ago, so I'd forgotten about it until you guys jogged my memory. I used to work with two sisters that rented a small house in a pretty quiet area here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah. Both girls had issues with items in their house constantly being moved to a new spot in the house. No. That happens to me all the time, but it's me. Um, (laughs) One of the sisters had a small collection of these tiny ballerinas made out of porcelain, maybe one to two inches tall. She'd wake up some mornings and the whole collection was scattered throughout the room (gasps) and sometimes all the way to the kitchen. What? Oh my God, I can't stop smiling. (laughs) Stop smiling. I'm so scared. Um, (laughs) You are smiling so big right now. (laughs) They constantly mentioned the house being haunted, but they weren't scared because the ghost felt friendly and childlike. That's not a thing. Uh, They lived there for almost a year before they discovered there was a hidden room in the basement. Oh, no. (laughs) I've seen this with my own eyes, and it was so easy to miss. In the basement, there was a room entirely made of concrete. On the furthest wall from the entrance, there was a concrete section that stuck out and from every angle it just looked like it was the end of the room until you go right up next to it Uh -uh. you can see it's a crawl space Uh to a room behind the concrete wall Uh -uh. when you crawl back there there's a space about eight by ten feet and maybe four feet tall so you are squashed in there's no standing up here it comes Uh -uh. (laughs) with a flashlight in hand, hmm. if you laid on your side facing the backside yeah, of the concrete There's a lot of rules to wall. this fucking concrete bunker. It, it sounds kind of like a very tall uh, coffin. Can I just walk in? Who? Tall coffin. Um, okay. So if you laid your hand, oh, sorry, laid on your side. <laughs> if facing, you said yes three times and then and turned around and turned around. 995 yeah. to Battle Creek, Michigan. Okay. Um, uh, Poor lost, Battle Creek. I lost it Sorry, again. it's my fault. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> if you put it as flashlight. <laughs> laid on your side. Okay. Facing the backside of the concrete wall, the cement had chipped away and <sighs> had exposed the front part no. of a ballerina shoe <gasps> that could fit maybe an eight-year-old and what looked like thin pink ribbons that would have been on a barrette or a headband. After making the discovery, they contacted the landlord and made the decision to move since um, the lease was almost up. Prior to them moving, they'd show it to people who came over for parties. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. So shit was just hidden in the crawl space? In, it looked like in the cement of... <gasps> 
what that room was. Am I right, Stephen? Hidden I'm in the a- cement? Yeah, like it was like chipped away and just like a little like slipper was like ballerina. So someone had like taken one of her ballerinas and put it into the cement or was it in the cement? Like cooked into the cement? Like the shoe seemed like it was cooked into cooked the cement. Cooked in. Cooked in. Cooked in like a king cake baby. Explain my face right now. Georgia is staring at me with her mouth open and squinty eyes and scared face. <laughs> but then she changed it at the end. <laughs> Do a happy birthday face. That's the happy birthday face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, wait, there's a little bit more. Yeah, but I would also love to, I want to see this. No, 100%. I need, but also because. It'd be easier than having to explain it. The images of, of course, a creepy man Uh laying inside of there and with his weird long fingernail Uh picking away Uh at the cement until it. Why can't it be a ghost that did it? A baby ghost. You don't because you don't believe in ghosts. Oh right, I believe in creepy <clears throat> men. You do. You really do, and you've always been so supportive. <laughs> okay, so prior to them moving, they'd show the house to people that came over for parties. I saw it once and never stepped foot back into that house. I never found out if the landlord did anything. At the time, we didn't have the means to research these things like we do now. I understand. <laughs> I cannot remember the address to this fucking uh-huh. place. Otherwise. Oh, there was no fucking there. I just said that. Um, I cannot remember the address to this place. Otherwise, I'd be there right now trying to sleuth up some answers. Fucking creepy. Very sad at the same time. SSDGM. Keep being the amazing and good time people that you are. <laughs> good time people. Good time people, Carrie. Yep. Just like the movie. Haha. I think it was a ghost. I don't think she was insinuating it was a person. Or it was the landlord. Okay, I think someone lived in the cement box. But they didn't say they found like a... If they said they found like a, you know, a, what are they called? Sleeping bag and like tin cans of beans. I don't know. He's a hobo, clearly. But what if he's a very tidy hobo? Yeah. He cleaned great. his shit up. Every time. Got out. Carried it with him. And, but then then but, why would... But he scattered shit everywhere. I, well, I think it was a ghost. Because they never heard anyone walking through the house... Yeah, but he could have been very light on his feet. <laughs> You're giving him a lot of fucking credit. Remember the Spider-Man of uh of Colorado? The no. Spider-Man of was he Denver or was he yeah? Oh. When he hid, oh, yeah. he hid the weird guy that hid up in the attic yeah. for years and years and years. Yeah. It can be done. All right. Um it's just that you should what, do it just to prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm just going for, to go live never, in the walls of my house we right stopped, now. Parents stopped talking to us. Two years later we realized she was just trying to prove a fucking point. And you're like, Oh man, you really got me on this one. <laughs> yeah, you were right. But what did he bury in that cement besides a ballet shoe and is there a child in the cement? Yes. <gasps> Maybe it was a little kid who had been married in the cement who had lived there and was trying to point itself out. Is what I'm saying. That's not what you said. You said it was a I'm, hobo. But I want to piggyback on your theory and then say I said it. <laughs> I said it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck. What a fucked up story that was. Here's another one. Ready for another fucked yes. up story? <laughs> That's what we're doing. That's why we're here. <laughs> we don't even want home numbers. We don't <laughs> fucked up stories. Please send us your, like, everyone's like, I have this weird story. This yep. is where to do it now. Like, yeah, we, we talk don't to care. people all the time. We're like, oh, I got worried about it. Just deliver the weird story yeah. and we'll tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> right. We'll yell at you. Yeah. Hey, uh, hello, MFM fan. Uh, this is called Angels slash Aliens. Big difference. Okay. All right. Hello, MFM family. This isn't a murder story, not even a crime, but I think it bears telling. Okay. This I'm from Salt Lake City. About 15 years ago, I went with some friends to a, quote, singles dance where I met a guy. <laughs> Don't laugh. I was young. Oh, no. <laughs> singles dance. Uh, 
we talked and danced, but part uh, but parted without exchanging information, and I was bummed. Oh, I remember that kind of thing happening. About two weeks later, at another singles dance that I might have only gone to in hopes of seeing him again, I did in fact see him again. This time, he immediately got my number. Oh, cute, right? Well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to a few weeks later, and we'd been talking on the phone regularly and gone out a couple times. He seemed pretty cool, and I enjoyed his company. Around the third date, he invited me out to Black Rock on the Great Salt Lake to watch the sunset. I thought this seemed seemed pretty romantic and I was looking forward to it. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. We got there and climbed the rock and sat enjoying the view when he said that he had something he wanted to share with me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> she writes, red flag. In the moment, I thought he was going to tell me he loved me, which would have been ridiculous. It was so much worse. Oh, no. He told me that his dad had passed away when he was young. And since then, angels had come to visit him regularly to give him messages from his dad and special gifts. Cue the ice cold chills as I realized I am in the middle of nowhere with a guy who is obviously crazy. (laughs) Not wanting to rock the boat, I pretend that I'm totally understanding and empathetic and that this is a totally normal revelation. That must have encouraged him because then he told me that they weren't actually angels, but aliens from outer space. I was screaming inside. I continued to play it cool, but I was internally freaking out and realized I needed to get out of here now. So I started to pretend I was getting cold, hoping we can leave. He wasn't done oh he told me that the aliens had been visiting him in his home for years and that they had given him special healing powers i have a deep raspy voice due to the fact that i have no vocal cords after a series of surgeries as a baby and he told me that if i believed in him he could heal my voice I tried to stay calm and told him that I actually really liked my voice because it's a, it's unique and that I wasn't interested in being healed. And he got a bit frustrated and tried to convince me to do it. But eventually he gave up. Finally, we climbed down from the rock and started walking to the car when he said he wanted to show me something and headed toward the trunk. Mm. At this moment, this is the moment I die literally went through my head. <laughs> As I tried to figure out how to get away, when he opened the trunk and pulled out what he claimed to be a life-size replica of the aliens that visited that visit him. It had been some kind of uh, painted mattress foam head, a long skinny foam body, complete with a shimmery cape. No. Eventually, we got into the car. We had made plans to go bowling, but in my cleverness, I told him I forgot my socks and needed to stop at my car. <laughs> Back at his house. Bowling socks are very important. Very important. They're key. No one wants to spend that $5 for a pair of shitty socks. No, not at all. Although those little ones, sometimes you can get those booties with bowling pins and balls on them. And then they used to have them at the old all-star lanes. Yeah, yeah. And they're the cutest bowling socks of all time. I haven't seen them in a long time now. Buy the socks if they look like that. Yeah. I love bowling. I do too. And every single time I forget my fucking socks. We should bowl more. Why don't we bowl more? We need to. Steven, are you in? I took a bowling class in college. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So you are you one of those people that throw bowls? No, I'm not great, but I enjoy Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm, I love bowling. I love it. I'm terrible at it. Okay. Okay. This is a very upsetting story. Because it's so sad. This yes. kid clearly needs meds. It's exactly. This is this is why we need mental health yeah. uh, facilities open for people and people but need some people to. don't still, some people don't think they need it. No, that's true. But 
But it needs to be, you know, but when you're also, first hearing yeah. voices, you should know that you should go talk to somebody about hearing voices. Totally. Because I've been in these situations with someone where it's like, oh, this isn't fucking safe at all. What yes. do I do? Lots of people have been in this situation. Yeah. I think it's good to hear about. Right. Well, here's what she did. Mm. Uh, I told him I'd only be a minute and I ran to my car, got in, locked the doors and drove off. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving him standing there looking confused. Yeah. When I got home, he'd already called a few times. I told my parents what happened, and when he tried calling again, my dad told him I had moved, and I never heard from him again. <laughs> Fucking tell your parents. They'll take care of it. Well, loop people in, that's loop for sure. In. Until I ran into him years later, and as soon as we made eye contact and I realized it was him, I turned and walked the other way and didn't say a word. Kelsey. Oh. Wow. I know. Because the thing of it is, you... On the third date, don't go far away. Yeah. you w- Save that a little while longer. You think you know someone after hanging out two times. It's, I understand. Yes. You've made out. And also when you, when it's that kind of thing of like the first time you see him, he doesn't ask for your stuff. So the second time you're yeah. all stoked and you're almost a, maybe a little grateful and you got yeah. picked. Yeah. Like you and, try a little harder. Yeah. And then there's like, and if there's a romantic overture yeah. to the third plan, then you want to just go for it. Let's do this thing. And then, but then, but, but then what if? you're fucking in a lone, an alone place with a yeah. person. Yes. Is not on his meds. <clears throat> and uh, it's sad. Stop, don't stop taking your meds, everyone. He wanted to tell her. I know. He wanted connection and he wanted, he wanted to tell somebody about <sighs> it. And that's this, to me, the saddest part. Yeah. It's just like, I love that she took care of business. Yeah. And it breaks my heart that he didn't have someone to talk to about right. his situation. Oh, man. Man. Do you have another one? Yeah, listen to this. Okay. I'm going to really get to sell it. The subject line is Salt Lake City Show and more. Oh. Uh, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Fur Babies. I I encourage you not to use that introduction. (laughs) Everyone's going to use it now. You know know that, right? I have a story to add (laughs) to the finding stuff in the walls. Mine comes from the other side, meaning someone who put something there. Oh. Okay, I like it. Back in the 50s, my grandfather was, like most men at the time, a raging alcoholic. Amen. (laughs) I mean, it was an easier, uh, it was easier to do. Okay. A raging alcoholic, womanizer, smoker, etc. I mean, everybody was a smoker in the 50s. He also uh, was a part-time carpenter. One night, he was laying brick at a house and was trying to make some extra money to feed his habit, I'm sure. (laughs) Very judgmental about alcoholics. Anyway, he was doing what you do when you lay brick. Uh, My grandfather was a bricklayer, by the way. Brag, brag. Um, which was smoke and drink. <laughs> I, as a granddaughter of a bricklayer, I would have to agree. Okay. His drink of choice was whiskey straight out of the bottle. Hell yes. Oh my God. Mine too. Uh, he I just need, I at least need a glass. I mean, look, I'm not judging anyone, but just give me a glass. The, I've told you this already, but the turning point moment oh. in my alcoholic story arc was when I took the bottle down off the refrigerator one morning and took a long swig from it and then thought, I've gone past a point where I can go back. <laughs> I, I just, love that you knew. Too. I just knew in my head, like, mm. this has gotten very bad. Yeah. Yeah. I just need a vintage glass. <laughs> Once I stop having a cute vintage glass, then I have right. a, a problem. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good, uh, make that finish line for yourself. Okay. He eventually got so drunk, he forgot we, where he had put his bottle, and sure as shit, <gasps> he had built a wall right over it. <laughs> 
<laughs> By this time, the mortar was curing, but it still crossed his mind that he should rip down that wall oh to get his whiskey. Oh, my God. He didn't do it, though. After he stopped drinking, he told me the story. Aw. He has long since passed, and now whenever I pass that house, oh. I wonder what someone will say when they rip down that wall and find a bottle of whiskey. Not a haunting story, but funny still. I look forward to seeing you two live in Salt Lake City. Eric. Eric, that was great. Eric, amazing. You really, you really made <laughs> turn this episode around. <laughs> Eric, is your last name Kilgariff? Because I feel like we know each other. <laughs> Eric Kilgariff? That's a good Eric name. Eric Kilgariff? Maybe put a C on the end. <laughs> Why not? Change the name. Just for fun. Thanks for listening. We'll see you this week, Salt Lake. Um, and you, and send your, send anything, clearly. Yes. To my favorite murder at Gmail. Communicate with us. And let us know your weird shit, man. We like it. Yeah. Do you have an alien? Oh, can I request alien stories? You can. They make me very uncomfortable. Why? You don't believe in them? <sighs> uh, you think people are crazy if they ha- see them? No. I think it's possible. I think anything is possible. Okay. And when I start to entertain that whole like storyline of aliens and the government hiding aliens from mm-hmm. us and being here and like mm-hmm. sometimes it's that they control us or that we were being farmed for them <laughs> and all that kind of Jesus, shit. This got dark. It goes into an area <laughs> that I just start to panic. Area 51. <laughs> Although I do watch Ancient Aliens because I think it's one of the best television shows on, t- on well, television. I mean, how are the pyramids made? Like, how were the pyramids made? Humans didn't just make them. They they didn't just carry shit. We've always made everything. But (laughs) mathematically. uh, Okay, ghost stories then, please. Uh, Yeah, all of it. No, you can do aliens. Just don't freak me out. Eh. I mean, I believe in aliens, but I don't think any of us have seen them. So I don't know why I'm requesting that. Uh, I think a lot of people have seen them. Don't say that part. (laughs) (laughs) Karen, don't say that part. Steven. Steven, make Karen not say that part. (laughs) Karen. First, Steven, make me someone who wouldn't say shit like that. Make me a better person, Steven. Stay sexy. And don't Don't get get murdered. murdered. Bye. Bye. Elvis, want a cookie? Yeah. Yeah. Did I just break this? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's fine.